Welcome to the Food Freedom Forever podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Quisenberry. On each episode of this podcast, I'm going to share practical, strategic information to help you heal your relationship with food, eliminate yo-yo dieting, lose weight in a way that you can live and love as you get healthy, fit, and strong in your body, soul, and your spirit for good. So let's get going. Welcome to episode three. In the previous episode, I shared a little bit more about my story and journey to food freedom, specifically how I used a tool called flexible dieting to help me when I really had gotten my relationship with food to a much healthier place. And I do want to dive a little bit deeper into this topic because one thing that comes up often in coaching women and in just helping people in this area is they want to know, can they lose weight without counting calories? And I'll tell you, I used to believe that you couldn't. And then I flipped to the other side where I believed that you shouldn't. (laughs) And now I live somewhere in the middle. I do believe that counting calories can be a useful tool at times. However, I believe that the ability to lose weight without counting calories is also extremely possible. And for some people, I would say most people, it's a better fit long term. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the difference between flexible dieting versus mindful eating. So I want to share with you about the pros of calorie counting and then the cons as well of calorie counting. And then to look more at what mindful eating looks like and how it can be really a helpful tool in not just losing weight, but more importantly, healing your relationship with food and really developing an approach to eating that you can do for the rest of your life, no matter where you are or what situation you find yourself in. So let's check, let's look at the pros for like flexible dieting and what I shared in the last episode. So some pros are that it works. If you really weigh and measure your food and you log your food into MyFitnessPal or some other type of app like that, and you do that consistently, it does work because we know that fat loss um, comes from being in a calorie deficit, eating less calories than your body needs. The other pro for flexible dieting was that all food is allowed. And that was super helpful for, for me, especially once I got to a place where my relationship with food was in a much better place. It also gave me some rumble strips, you know, those strips on either side of the road that when you start to veer off course, they alert you to get back into the middle of the road. And so it helped me to be able to stay within those boundaries. It also taught me appropriate portion sizes of different types of foods and what was um, an appropriate portion size as opposed to just like what I thought was what I should be eating. So those were the pros. And there's probably some more, but those were the main ones that stuck out to me. The cons were that there was anxiety around trying to 
like account for everything that went into your mouth, especially if it was things that you hadn't prepared or like I had, like if I'd gone out to eat or gone to somebody's house that created anxiety around like, how is I going to enter that in to my fitness pal? The other thing that um, was a con was that, did I really want to do that forever? Like, did I want to count calories for the rest of my life? And the other um, thing was that it really, when I was really into flexible dieting, I was not paying attention to my God-given cues to eat. What I mean is hunger and like satisfied or hunger and fullness. And so I really got to a place in my journey where I wanted more. Like I wanted to know, can I live, can I continue to lose weight and can I actually sustain that weight loss without counting calories? And what I've learned, what God has shown me in my journey over and over and over again, is that when the student is ready, the teacher shows up. And as I was beginning to have these thoughts on my own, I heard of a gal named Georgie Fear who had written a book called Lean Habits for Lifelong Weight Loss. And so I um, read that book and really loved what she was talking about. And so I began to really question how I could transition away from counting calories and begin to rely on what you might call a more intuitive or a mindful approach to eating. Around that same time, I found a podcast that I began listening to um, by a lady named Corinne Crabtree. And the podcast was called Losing 100 Pounds with Fit and Fat. And she also talked about eating between hunger and satisfied. And so while I don't agree fully with either of these, maybe these women or their approaches, again, we all have our own um, you know, worldview and our own way of thinking about things and what's worked for us and what we've seen work for other people, I did really learn some very valuable lessons from both of these women and began practicing these skills. And that's what I want you to understand is that mindful eating is really based on skills that you can cultivate no matter what. The, the definition of mindful eating is developing awareness. It's really learning physical cues and it's understanding more about your feelings about food. It's really taking a judge, a, a non-judgmental posture of being objective and looking at what you're doing from the perspective of learning something and being able to grow and change it as opposed to being critical and beating yourself up and quitting or feeling like a failure. Now, the difference between a secular approach to mindful eating and a like more Christian approach is looking through the lens of scripture and looking through, looking at things from a more biblical perspective. And so in that respect, it's really developing an awareness, but it's not just looking inward at ourself. It really became a conversation of inviting God to show me and to teach me and to reveal to me awareness about these physical cues, um, about what it felt like to be hungry, asking him to awaken that within me, asking him to show me what it felt like to be satisfied, not to be 
full or a little bit too full or way too full. I was very familiar with those feelings, but the feeling of satisfied and I'm talking like a full satisfaction, not just physical, but by allowing myself to learn what it means to eat um, all food and not to label it or identify it as bad or wrong. Um, I really trusted God to show me and to teach me these things and to reveal the feelings that I was having about the food and about myself when I ate certain types of food, especially. And so really mindful eating became this tool that God was able to use to really teach me more about how to eat in a way that blesses me and that allowed me to continue to lose weight and to maintain my weight once I lost it. Because I'm going to tell you, that was my biggest fear around making that transition from something that was working, which was flexible dieting. Um, It was working to a point. I was beginning to become very weary of it, but it was working. So transitioning from that and then transitioning to what felt like a more loosey-goosey approach that how was I ever going to know if what I was doing was right or enough or good or um, long-lasting. And so I decided that I was going to do a test and I was going to test this out and see how it worked. Worst case, I figured I might gain some weight and then I could just go back to doing what I had been doing. But my hope was that I was going to tap into something that was going to really take me to the next level in my relationship with food through my and in my journey to losing weight and keeping it off and really learning how to live fit, healthy, and strong. So I can tell you that that um, experiment, when I first began it, I was practicing, learning to practice waiting on hunger and really identifying what that felt like. And then I was practicing stopping at satisfied. Now for me, I have been a historically very fast eater. And so that has been, that was a challenge to slow down, to savor my food, to actually plate my food, to sit down, sit down at the table and to enjoy that meal without distraction, including on my plate, not only the things that were beneficial for me and that were nutritious and were things that would fuel my body, but also including on that plate, those fun foods, those treats, those highly palatable foods that through my history of dieting had, I'd been really conditioned to believe were wrong and bad and were the problem. And we're going to keep me stuck and we're going to keep me, um, carrying extra weight. And I just continued to practice this. And I will tell you, by, by beginning to focus on hunger and satisfied and asking God to help me find hunger and then asking him to help me to find and honor satisfied, it was amazing what ended up happening. Not only, like I shared, did I lose the rest of my weight, but I have been able to maintain that in a much easier way than I ever have before. Because through the practice of listening to my own body, the body that God created, I have been able to learn to trust it. 
and it has now become habit. Because see, here's the deal. Our habits are things we don't really think about. They're just things that we do. And for so long, my habits around food were so jacked up and so skewed and so um, defined by diet culture and by restriction and deprivation and binging that to, to develop these habits that were really like what a normal thin eater, how they would eat and how they would approach food has been the biggest blessing of my life. It has really changed my relationship with food. It has helped me to get to a place where I am experiencing more freedom than I really ever have. And through the process of doing that, because here's the deal, there are still times that I choose to eat when I'm not hungry. There are times that I choose to blow right past satisfied and get into hunger, get into full and overly full and painfully full. But the difference is I don't beat myself up. I have chosen to receive God's grace and forgiveness that he pours out on me lavishly. I, and then extend that to myself. I have chosen to activate the Holy Spirit that is living in me. The, the love, the joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control that is available to me in the Spirit of God that is in me. And in doing that, I have learned how to walk the unforced rhythm of grace that Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 talks about. And the, the beauty of really making this transition and learning how to go from this flexible dieting approach that, that for me was a valuable piece to my journey, but was not something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And at times caused a lot of anxiety for me and a lot of unnecessary um, frustration to being able to rely on my God-given cues and to be able to trust my body, to be able to trust myself, to be able to invite the Lord in to really show me this way of living has been unbelievable. And it's what I want for every woman. Because you know what? The truth is in Romans 12, 2, in the message, I'm sorry, in the New Living Translation, it says, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. And then you will learn to know his will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Now, which the thing I love about that is that he tells us in there that he's not going to transform us from the outside in. He's going to transform us from the inside out, from how we think. And in the message, I love what it says. It says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on him. 
you'll be changed from the inside out. And that's the truth. The culture around us is screaming that we need to restrict, that we need to deprive, that we need to follow these food rules, that we need to put food in categories of right and wrong and good and bad. And that when we follow those rules, we're going to get what we want, which is to lose weight. But what we don't realize is that as actually for most of us, um, an endless cycle of yo-yo dieting, because we don't actually ever get to the real issue underneath our eating and how to unwind this unhealthy relationship that we have with food and how we can really develop a healthy relationship. And so my hope through this um, episode has been, my hope is that you can see a little bit bigger picture that really a flexible dieting is a tool. And it was a useful tool to me for a part of my journey. That mindful eating is also a tool but it is the tool that I have consistently been using and is one that I will use for the rest of my life because it is one that has allowed me to develop habits that have become ingrained in who, in the fabric of my life, in who I am. And there is really an unbelievable feeling of just lightness and freedom in this area of my life. I still struggle. I still have times like I shared where I will not, um, where I'll blow past, you know, satisfied or I'll eat when I'm not hungry, but I've learned how to respond to myself in a way to just keep going and not to allow that and allow the enemy to send me back into captivity. So I pray that this message just helps you and really helps you to see that there is hope that if you are struggling with binge eating or if you're struggling with yo-yo dieting or compulsively overeating and you just can't seem to get a handle on it, that you will learn that um, there's tools available that can help for sure, but that God wants to take this area that the enemy really wants to use um, to keep you in um, really living a life that is focused on, you know, food and what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. And really he wants to use it to really transform you into the woman that he created you to be. So my hope for you is that this will encourage you. And as far as a practical application for today, my encouragement to you would be to begin to listen to your body, begin to Ask God to awaken your hunger cues. Ask God to show you what it feels like to be satisfied. Ask him to show you what it feels like to be overly full, like to just become aware of what's going on in your body. And then I would encourage you to ask him to help you become aware of how you're thinking about food and the the judgments that you're placing on yourself and on food um, based on some exterior um, you know, diet or, um, even person who is, um, really maybe wanting you to, you know, do a diet or something like that, thinking that's the answer. And so I just would love to see you be able to take this information, 
apply it to your life and really begin to walk more freely and lightly like it talks about in Matthew 11, 28 through 30. So until next time, be blessed. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you found it helpful, would you please do me a favor? Everything in the podcast world is driven by the rankings and the reviews. So if you could take 30 seconds and give it a ranking and a five star would be fabulous if you loved it. If you didn't, please be honest and then write a quick review over how this topic helped you. Second, if you could subscribe to the podcast and third, share it with people in your life that you know that could benefit from this information. If you need help, support, if you have a question or you want more information on one-on-one coaching, simply go to emilyquisenberry.com forward slash connect. And finally, if we're not connected on social media, you can find me on Instagram at emilyquizfitness and on Facebook at emilyquisenberry. Until next time, be blessed.